It's the Saturday morning rewatch where we rewatch old cartoons. Hello and welcome back to Saturday morning rewatch. Another one. Wow. <laughs> Another one. Oh, hi Kelly. Hi Jess. <laughs> I forgot I'm supposed to start that way. I know, long? but that's okay. I feel like that's authentic to like how we're doing these. It's very much like no backups, just Icarus flying into the sun going, "Huh?" Like just <laughs> Yeah. Uh, speaking of just flying into the sun. <laughs> yeah. Kelly, would you like to tell everyone what what show yeah, we're watching today? Yeah, this time we watched Thundercats. And I should do this theme song, but I just need everyone to know when I go bear where rare, I'm a guitar, okay? Just know. <laughs> I'm really excited for you to do this particular yeah. theme song. Also, the Thundercats theme song is very long compared to other ones that we've sung. But anyway, it starts out like this where it goes, beep, beep, beep. Thundercats, and underneath there's a roar, and it's like, Rawr. and then for a while it's just instrumental, so it just goes, and it does that until it builds up to the singing part where it goes, Thundercats are on the move, Thundercats are loose. Feel the magic, hear the roar. Thundercats are loose. Thunder, 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 thundercats. Thunder, 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 thundercats. And then it just devolves into guitar solo for a while. So it's just like. And every now and again they remember they should be singing, so they go thunder, 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 cats. And the final one is thunder, 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 cats, thunder, cats. And there's another like rawr underneath. So that's the theme song of thunder, yeah, I think uh, what strikes me as particularly strange about it is that unlike most of its its peers of the time, it does not tell you anything no, about the show. No, no, you don't know who the Thundercats are. You just know you're supposed to feel the magic. You might hear a roar, yeah. and that they're loose. That's it. <laughs> right. Which, uh, again, very little information about the show. <laughs> yeah, pretty much nothing. I guess I can summarize it, and then I have I I will say I've pretty much followed your questions because I <laughs> did not know how to approach. That's the okay. Show. We should also note that this is the secondary uh, episode in the cartoons that kind of like not shaped us, but that like hit us at exactly the right time. Whereas you had Transformers Beast Wars, I had Thundercats. And let me tell you, people, all two people who listen to this show, buckle up. <laughs> it's a very opposite experience. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> we'll see. We'll, we'll talk about it. It's hard for me to even know where to begin with mm-hmm. Thundercats. But um, I can at least tell you yeah. the background of the show. It started in 1985, so it is following in the footsteps of He-Man and Transformers. It originally ran for four seasons, including 130 episodes, which is insane. <laughs> it was created by Ted Wolf, and the show was animated by the Japanese studio Pacific mm-hmm. Animation. Which, honestly, upon retrospect, I was like, that is a saving grace of this show. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> The main characters are cat people from the planet mm-hmm. Thundera, 
The show begins with the main cast fleeing Thundera as it is destroyed. It's this group of like elite warrior Thundercats who are escorting the young Lord of the Thundercats, Lion-O, who at this point is physically and mentally <laughs> a child. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to stay that way. Uh, he is accompanied by an old advisor named Jaga, mm-hmm. the swift Chichara, the strong and mechanically inclined Panthro, and the supposedly intelligent Tyra. I love yeah. the supposedly. You're already getting shady supposedly. and I'm into it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the children, Wily Kit and Wily Cat, uh, and Lionel's nanny creature. <laughs> That's true. They never clarify what Snarf actually is other than annoying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, as they're escaping onto the ship, they are attacked by their enemies, the mutants. So they they're like, oh well, we can't go to where we were originally gonna go, so we have to go to Third Earth instead. So everyone's gonna go into suspended animation except for Jaga, who volunteers to pilot the ship, even though he's the oldest. Uh, so he's piloting the ship and he dies of old age. That's yep. literally what happens. Lionel wakes up to discover that his capsule did not stop him from aging. So now, even though he still has the brain of a child, he has the body of an adult. What a wild thing. (laughs) This is a dress for approximately five seconds before everyone forgets about it. Yeah. However, uh, so they've made it to Third Earth, but their enemies, the mutants, have followed them to Third Earth. And they are trying to capture the Eye of Thundera, mm-hmm. which is in the Sword of Omens, which is supposed to be Lionel's because he's the Lord of the Thundercats. And soon, the native of Third Earth, the mummified sorcerer Mumra, is also trying to steal the sword from the Thundercats. And from there, most of the episodes are generally mm-hmm. one-offs, where they either find new friends and or face some peril from Mumra <laughs> and the mutants. And some of the other characters do recur, although there's no. not a lot of... Like, there's no big no, narrative no, arcs. not at all. Even the ones that pretend to be are not. Yeah, so that is how the show yep. takes off. <laughs> so that is the most logical that Thundercats will ever get. <laughs> like, that summary yep. is it. And it's just... Ugh. It's so stupid. I feel like I mentioned during, like, maybe it was she or maybe it was actually, you know what, it might have actually been during Transformers Beast Wars where it was like, I was more of a magic kid where if you were like, oh, this universe has some kind of weird magic-y mm-hmm. nonsense in it, I'm like, oh, I'm fucking down. And I feel like Thundercats blended my love of dumb magic shit and dumb fighting shit, Egypt and big cats all at once. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, fair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that does sort of get into my first yeah, question, hit me. which is why Why is this? Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, like I mentioned, it's just, like, a lot of things I liked in one show. Because I was also watching, like, Dragon Ball Z, you know? And things like that. Mm-hmm. And growing up, we had satellite TV. So we had a channel called Boomerang that was just older mm-hmm. cartoons versus, like, the newer stuff. Because, like, you know, Dexter's Lab, the Powerpuff Girls, those were, like, the cartoons that were on when I was younger. So Thundercats is technically older of a cartoon, but it was something I would watch on Boomerang and be like, oh, fuck yeah. And my sisters were also <laughs> like, you know what? I also want to be a cat person, so let's fucking go. So <laughs> it was like partially agreement in the household, partially like we were all kids that loved animals and animal facts. So the idea of a person that's half cheetah, we were like, ooh, 
yeah, sign us the fuck up. And then also there was magic, which was cool. And I was one of those kids who was really into myths as a, as a kid, like Greek, Roman, Norse, Egypt. And this one was like, hey, you want some Egypt stuff and some cat stuff with a little bit of magic and stupid? And I was like, yes. And like you mentioned, the episodes don't make any sense together. Like watching them in any kind of order truly does not change your viewing experience in any way. So it was great. You know, if Thundercats was on, you just fucking watch Thundercats. <laughs> like that's it. It's, it's just kind of like grip. <laughs> also, Mumra is one of my favorite villains and still is to this day. <laughs> because like he's basically like, yo, I was just chilling on my planet. And you don't know what happened to Third Earth. You don't know if it's our Earth. You don't know if it's our Earth evolved, de-evolved, or whatever. It's just the third one. And Mumra's just chilling out, being evil. And the Thundercats show up, and he wake up, and he's like, oh, time to get fucking buff and sew some shit, I guess. And I'm just like, yes, I love that chaos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will say, uh, we talked about last time the Cars yes. paradox. This is on the, the Cars end of the spectrum, where it mm -hmm. really doesn't answer most of the questions. No, no, no. Thundercats, if there's a question, they're going to do one of two things, and sometimes even both. A, somebody has a new power. That's how they're going to solve it. Someone has a new power. Or B, there is a new character that will appear for only this episode and then suddenly disappear. You will not know how they got there. You will not know what their backstory is. Nothing. They will appear and then disappear. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just stupid. Like, I, I think there's <laughs> something for me that, where you're like the sublime stupid stupidity. Like, you can mm. watch it and be a part of it. And just tune out. Like, I love intriguing, deep, crazy storylines that ask you about your place in the world and what it means to be alive and to be conscious and to be human. And you know this about me, Jess. Like, these are things mm. that I, I enjoy. I love deep lore. I love things that are complicated. But then I also swing to the exact opposite end of that fucking spectrum where I'm like, <laughs> is it stupid? Is it really, like, is it so stupid that you can't make it make sense? Give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, I think Thundercats is on that end. We watched it. I, it was it ran on syndication, mm -hmm. so it, it kept going even after it was off yeah. air. Um, so we watched it a lot, and I, I think that we hated it every time it was on. <laughs> but also, I think, like you were saying, like, we could want it to be... Cat yeah, people. like you want it to be so much better than it is. Like, you really yeah, because you look at it, you're like, wait, this is really cool. And then they're like, the thunder tank. And you're like, oh, okay, sure. And they're like, we're getting thundrillium. And you're like, oh, okay. And then they're like, let's do the thundercat roar. And you're like, what? When did that happen? And then they're like, Lionel's a baby. And they're, you're like, up. Oh, okay. Actually, it was interesting. <laughs> yeah, I guess moving a little bit into lore, I didn't even know there was a backstory to the show because I'd never seen the first like two mm -hmm. episodes before so I, I was actually kind of impressed when I started rewatching because I was like oh my god there is actually an explanation <laughs> for why any of this is happening yeah. but it's weird like everything in Thundercats is like they made the weirdest possible choice because like they're naked <laughs> yes <laughs> they start out they're all naked you know they're naked because later they put on clothes yep yeah and they they don't even give you the idea of like oh the atmosphere of third earth is harsh or anything no they're just like mm. it feels like a bunch of nudists who are like oh company's coming like 
Yeah, it's very strange. There's no explanation for why they did not previously have no. clothes on and then why they decided nope. to put them And they on. never take them off. They never take them off. It's not like, they never oh, we're at home. Off. You can take your clothes off. Nope. Mm-mm. It's just clothes on. Yeah. Never again. <laughs> yeah. So it's stuff like that where you're just like, I don't understand why these choices were made. No. Somebody, it just feels like there's a new person at the helm every single episode and no one is working together and no one cares. <laughs> <laughs> Which, and I will say, it was interesting going through them in something like an order, mm-hmm. because season one, I was like, this is better than I remember. <laughs> and I was, like, retrospectively, like, understanding that, like, it's made at the same time mm-hmm. as He-Man and Transformers. I was like, the animation's better than I would have given mm-hmm. it credit for, and things like that. And then I got to season two, and I was like, somehow, this Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, season two is, like... I tend to just, like, play in season one and ignore that season two happened. Same with, like, the remakes and stuff, because, like, they're actually, I mean, this is jumping way the fuck ahead, but there's actually a couple different instances where people tried to remake Thundercats, and it is 1,000% less compelling when it's not stupid. That Mm -hmm. is fair. Yeah, we'll talk about those uh, at the end, I guess, but... Somehow they're they're less good. I think it's like it's just it's insane enough of a mm-hmm. show that you can just sort of run with it. You're like, all right, yeah. This is it's happening. honestly a better acid trip than He Man because I know we mentioned that like <laughs> watching He Man is kind of like doing drugs, like the original one, and and <laughs> yes. Thundercats is just a better trip. Like that's all it is. <laughs> it's, a better trip. it's it's slightly more coherent than He Man. Yeah, think that helps. But it's still just, like you said, like, they'll just discover that they suddenly have a different power. So moving into lore, the Sword of Omens is probably the largest piece of lore. And it begins with, like, a really set number of powers. And then they just kind of, like, they're like, actually, it can do anything. It can can heal people. It starts (laughs) out where, like, it turns into, it's like a dagger and it turns into a sword. And it also will let Lionel see, uh, it's called Sight Beyond Sight, where he can see, like people in danger mm-hmm. and yep. stuff. or what he requests it's it's like a yeah, scrying anything it's yeah like that. Scrying. Mm-hmm. it is it can do that and it can put the logo in the sky so that everyone knows technically it summons the thundercats so it does put the logo oh, in right. the sky but as it's doing <laughs> that it activates literally all of the thundercats uh essentially like their fight or flight but turns it to fight and pulls them to Lionel. Which to me is like, are there any Thundercats not aligned to a Thundercat Lord? Because that seems like a bullshit thing to do to people. <laughs> like you're just having just tea and they're like, no Thundercats, ho! And you're like, well, fuck, now I gotta fight! <laughs> I gotta fight now. Well, you know, it's interesting because later when they introduce Pomyra and Linkso and Bengali, they say, like, they make the distinction that they're not Thundercats, mm-hmm. they're just Thundarians. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe they That's don't. That's right. I forgot them. about them entirely. Yeah. Yeah. Because yep. you should. <laughs> uh, and also, I think Linkso is a, is a great example of uh, how lazy the show is. About oh my god! Things. I mean, yeah. Even just the main <laughs> cast, like, like yeah. Wiley Kit and Wiley Cat are the closest they get to anything even remotely interesting as a name. Everybody else is just like. Here's the big cat they're supposed to be slash a little bit of extra letters. <laughs> oh, we put a vowel on Yeah. It. Like Tigra. <laughs> yeah. That's that's nothing. 
Right. You said Tigra and said uh. Yeah. Lion O. It's literally spelled Lion Dash yep. O. <laughs> uh. I'm sorry. I hear you just like, why is this like this? And I'm just joyfully like, who cares? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So let me ask you a question, I guess. What is your favorite part? Oh, of my life? God. I think that Chitara is psychic. Because she goes real oh, fast. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah that's one of my favorite pieces of lore is that she's fucking psychic and that she can just like sometimes she spins real fast to like see the future. Like it's so stupid. Yes, and and it's hard. For yeah, her it's really to tiring do. for her. And just anytime they encounter something that is too magical, they're like, "Chitara, do you know anything about this?" And she says in her voice that sounds like someone is constantly shaking her. I don't know. Like, it's just so, so <laughs> stupid. Um, I also love that Mumra mirrors the Sword of Omens in that he has a new power every two episodes. <laughs> yeah, he can do Mumra anything he is wants. fucking boss yeah. and, like, the king of villains because he is vaguely competent but also really loses a lot because he's, like, a decent villain that has really bad subordinates also, he's just very sleepy. Like, <laughs> he has infinite power, but only for a little bit of time. <laughs> and I'm like, that's me. Yes. Like, I can do anything on the right day. But if you catch me when I need a fucking nap, it's fucking over. No, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> I'm a sleepy baby. Get away from me. And that is essentially Mumra, where he can get real big, real strong, summon all these powers, has infinite connection to the evil of the entire universe, but also needs to take a nap in a coffin. I'm just sleepy by it. Like, so often he's like, next time, and just slides into this coffin to take a nap. It's true. I'll be like, you weren't even losing. And he's just like, wow. Yeah, he's time. just I'm like, oh shit, powers ran out by... <laughs> Yeah. So those are like my two. Okay. And then my third piece of lore is not <laughs> actually lore. It's just a weird mm-hmm. thing. If you ask anybody who is black, if Panthro is black, they will say yes. <laughs> I mean, I would say yeah, yes. Just too. Like, it's just so like one of those, we don't code characters quite the same way in modern shows because like, you know. We don't want to be stereotypes. We don't want to be ridiculous. You don't want to harm anyone. You want to make sure that they're diverse. If you ask anybody what any Thundercat or any creature in this show's race is, no one has an answer for you except fucking Panthro. (laughs) Panthro's black. We don't know about anyone else. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's fair. Panthro's Yeah, and he manages to just stay one foot on the right side of stereotypical like he's very Somehow. like well you know dog like but he doesn't say dog you know <laughs> the tone right. of voice everything that he does and he's like the mechanic he's the muscle like mm-hmm. there are all these things about him that could be stereotypical as a black coated character that aren't so yeah I, yeah <laughs> i think it's amazing that that's the case but i think it helps that Tigra sucks. sucks so fucking bad. <laughs> I don't want to get too far into so bad. That is a section, but that's okay. But... Okay, but yeah, those are my favorite <laughs> lore things. Is that fucking Chitara is psychic because she's fast, <laughs> and Mumra mm-hmm. has infinite power but also needs a nap, and that Panther is black. 
It's pretty amazing. And again, those three facts don't go together. It's the stupidness of the show that makes them work. <laughs> My favorite piece of lore is that Lionel is not only the lord of the Thundercats, he's also the lord of all Oh cats. yeah, that's right, because any cats on third earth he can command. Especially if he has the sword yeah. on him. It's a little harder if he doesn't have the sword, but with the sword he's right. just like, what up? It doesn't come up very often, but like at some point, he goes up a yeah. mountain and with the snow guy, snowman. <laughs> His name's literally Snowman, even though he's not made nope. of snow. And he rides around on a large, yeah, a white tiger, white tiger, named Snowmeow. And that is when we learn that Lionel could command. Yes, no, or is it Snowmeow? Yeah, Snowmeow. Snow <laughs> I love him. Because, like, all you have to do is just fully regress to the idea of you are a baby. Like, you are you are eight years old. Do you want a big snow cat? Cool. Thundercats did it. Like, that's it. Yeah. You can yeah. have snow meow. Uh, who will listen to Lion-O because Lion-O is the lord of mm-hmm. all cats. Because the snowman challenged him to a fight. And snow meow gave him, quote unquote, an unfair advantage, which is to say... So Snowman was actually good at fighting, and Lionel is not. Lionel is very bad at fighting a lot of the time. He's really terrible. The number of times that he'll just, like, faint or mm-hmm. get stuck somewhere, this is really unbelievable. You know my favorite Lionel <laughs> phrase that happens almost every fucking episode? Hey! What? <laughs> like, every time someone hits him or, like, takes a sword or he sees something wrong, it's just, Hey! <laughs> Yeah, uh, for someone who's supposed to be responsible for, like, one of the most powerful <laughs> weapons in the galaxy, he sure does drop the sword. All the time. Constantly. People steal it from day. him all the time. All the time. Ugh, he's the worst. I would not let him no. have this uh-uh. sword. Nope, never. <laughs> my next question is, what is the most ridiculous lore? And my one of my least favorite ones is that... The sword just cannot be used to do evil, so <laughs> even though all these bad guys t- keep trying to steal it, every time they get it, they actually, like, yeah. can't even use it, and that just drives me nuts. I'm like, why are you trying so hard to get this thing you can't use? <laughs> so I think my least favorite part of lore is that the mutants are all from the same planet. Oh, yes. And they're not. No, no, they're not. They're multiple animals all the time. And they also appear and disappear. Looking at you, Vulture Man. Uh, (laughs) Just (laughs) is there sometimes and is not other times. But like that the Thundercats, Thundera is like all cats. So then like, why would another planet be literally every other animal unless the Thundercats are racist? Which, I mean, they might, might be, be. but I think <laughs> it's like the rare lore piece where I'm like, oh man, if I think about this one really hard, it's bad. It's very bad. <laughs> that and Tigra is competent. That's a piece of Thundercats lore, is that everyone in Thundercats thinks Tigra can do anything. <laughs> <laughs> when in fact he can't. Yeah, so that brings us to, uh, to Tigra. <laughs> My first question is just, who are your top three Okay, so if I'm being super duper honest, Chitara has to be up there because, like, it's only as an adult and understanding who I am that I was like, oh, Chitara was your gay awakening. Hmm. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, Not in, like, a big gross way or anything, but just more in, like, wow, did you want to be her? 
or did you want to kiss her, baby you? Which was it? <laughs> and as an adult, it's like, oh, the answer was both. Okay. I thought it was only one. <laughs> so she's up there. Depending on the episode of Wiley Kit and Wiley Cat, because I feel like they're weirdly honest members of the Thundercats. Like, they never get up in arms about whatever is happening. They're like, we're stupid teenagers. Meow. Like, that's it. <laughs> that's like their whole deal. <laughs> and then probably Panthro, because he's incredible. Like, out of everyone on the team, he's incredibly competent. He's always fucking holding it down. He knows what he's doing. His nunchucks are like claw fists, which are really fun. So I like that. And then Slythe. The, the, like, kind of lizard oh. man, he's so cunning. He tries so That's hard true. to one-up Mumra, like, all the time. <laughs> because he's clearly a yeah. leader of the mutants, and he's just really pissed off that this fucking ancient evil guy's like, mm, you work for me now. And he's like, bro, I was leading this ship? I'm the one who knocked them down? Like, I know what I'm doing. And Mumra's just like, meh, I'm just gonna electrocute you. And he's like, well, fuck. I guess I'll follow you <laughs> So, Slide is actually really competent, but then, like, all of them, all of them are secondary. Well, except for Chitara. If I had to say top three, it's Mumra, Chitara, mm -hmm. and then the Thundercat that Mumra turns into. <laughs> 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 those are my top three. All those others are, like, very good characters that I very much enjoy, but, like, there's so. I've always enjoyed a villain, especially a dumb villain. Like, we talked about how stupid Skeletor was and how incompetent he was with He Man, but Mumra takes that a step forward, I feel like, where he is not incompetent. He knows what he's doing, and he frequently comes very close to winning. It's just, like I said before, he gotta go take a nap. Like, <laughs> he just gotta go take a nap, man. <laughs> Yes, uh, and I think it's worth mentioning that yes, he has a dog. Yes, he does have a dog. <laughs> I do not remember the name of his dog, but he does have one. The dog's name is That's Mama. it. Okay, there's also a foil for him, and it's Mum Raina. There's like a lady Mumra who's only good, and he immediately oh. takes her over. Like, immediately is like, my control, and she's like, no, I'm too good. And he's like, my control, and she's like, oh no, I'm my control. And he's like, damn fucking straight. <laughs> Oh, like, wow. immediately. It's just like my... Like, the, the Thundercats spend the entirety of the episode proving to her that they're good. And they do this because they set the the mutants up to steal from someone who appears to be an innocent bystander. It's actually Tigra in a different outfit. <laughs> and oh, then she's like, oh, the Thundercats are good. Wait, let me break this mind control. And Mumra is essentially just like, bitch, alright. We out. Like... <laughs> Never mind. I know, I know. He has such elaborate plots, and then he's just like, oh, I didn't want yeah. to, never mind. And then that's why I really enjoy that, like, very early on in the show, Mumra, who is annoyed with the Thundercats and wants the, the sort of omens and the power of the eye and everything, he just fully is like, oh, I'm just going to transform into one of those, because he's the shape-shifting master of evil. So he shapeshifts <laughs> into a big old lion kind of guy knocks Chitara out and then pretends to save her as the big old lion guy is let into the cat lair just fucking kicks it for like a minute <laughs> and then the sort of moment is like hey dipshits that's evil and then they kick him out and just that he could do this again at any time and literally chooses not to is so funny to me it's so it funny, and I don't know if they meant to do it, but again, 
with the remembrance of, you know, being a little fixated on Chitara, there was like a weird sexual tension between Thundercat Mumra and Chitara in that episode. <laughs> His name when he is a cat is Thank Puma. you. That's what it is. It's a puma. It's not a lion. My bad. And the fact that they, like, do not immediately know that it's Mumra in disguise is just... <laughs> he tricks them all the time. Constantly. 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 It's like, did you guys forget that his main power is... They do, clearly, all the time. Just it's, But I'm also mm. like, they're led by a child. Let's go. Like <laughs> It's true. That's what I mean that the story's, like, stupid enough for me to be so happy with it. Because you can literally blame everything on the idea that Lionel is a goddamn baby. He's a fucking space baby who was ejected from his dying planet. And the man who was supposed to lead him died and is a fucking rude-ass ghost. That's true. I forgot to mention that Jaga is a force ghost. And he just appears. He, like, Lionel could just be upset and Jaga will just be like, Hey! And then he's like, oh my god, Jago, you have to guide me. And Jago's like, here's a cryptic sentence, but also go to that well. Bye. He also fights another ghost <laughs> in one episode. He does fight another ghost. That's, uh, yeah. Jago's also stupid. Jago's a good character and lore piece because he's both. He's a character and a lore piece that just, like, he dies from old age, turns into glitter, and then is constantly just appearing as a force ghost. Yeah. Okay, so I think you should tell me more about how you feel about Tigra, because I Tigra is a fucking idiot! He's the worst! And everyone is like, ah, Tigra, so smart, so cunning, so good. This man gets tricked by weird space bugs every other episode. (laughs) Like, literal (laughs) bugs. He gets tricked by the flowers. The flowers just, like, have some pollen that makes you hallucinate, and he's like, is this real life? And at first you're like, Okay, it's hallucination power. But he literally is supposed to be the Thundercat with the most control over his mind and inner dialogue. Mm. That is who he is supposed to be. When Lionel goes through trials to be the Lord of the Thundercats, literally Tiger's Tiger's trial is the trial of the mind. A fucking flower traps him for, like, a full episode. Mumra disguised as a flower. Yeah, like, so bad. (laughs) (laughs) he sucks and he's always like hmm look at this fun new friend we've met team i think we should bring them home and you're like tigra that is clearly one of like the monkey men wearing a goddamn face application or something like what are you (laughs) talking and he's like oh no they're a villain and you're like shut the fuck up up tiger and he makes fun of everybody else too where he's like well next time maybe we'll be a little more discerning and it's like tiger that was you that was you 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 fucking dipshit tiger's the worst and oh and he has the power to be invisible and he never ever uses it appropriately he will only ever use it in the middle of a fight like literally in the middle of a fight where someone's about to punch him and then he turns invisible And then he appears behind them, says out loud, too slow, and punches them. And it's like, bitch, you could have done that after being invisible. What the (laughs) fuck? And they're just like, oh, we're going to go somewhere and stealth is required. Let's use Tigra. Tigra just steps on a trap. Not invisible, nothing. Just steps on a trap. Just like, oh. And then he'll like backflip out of the way and be like, that was a close call. And it's like, you dipshit, you made it a close call. 
I hate him. He's so stupid and not in a fun way. He's like, because everybody acts like he's incredibly competent and he's not. <laughs> yes. Uh, Tagraph fills the mediocre Completely. That is oh my god, he's so <laughs> stupid. He does nothing useful ever, but everyone pretends that he's really yeah. good. <laughs> Chitara and Panthro are running. 100%. Wily Kit and Wily Cat are genuinely more useful than fucking Tigra. And it's just like, honestly, at the deep of my core, I hate him because he's a disgrace to tigers. Like, tigers are fucking yeah. <laughs> cool. They're an amazing animal in nature. I get why he should have the power to disappear, because tigers are like, hey, let me just peace out in some foliage. You go to the zoo, and you're like, where the fuck are the tigers? And you could stand there and look for, like, 45 minutes till you realize that bitch has been napping under a tree the whole time. You're like, whoa, natural camouflage. Tiger doesn't even have that. And he uses a whip. He should be a bisexual icon, and instead he is a failure. Ugh. Yeah, yeah Tiger so sucks Tiger. ass and not in a good way. I also really want to know your opinion on Snarf. <sighs> okay, so I feel like Snarf serves a very important function, but I hate it. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. Snarf is there solely to remind you that Lionel is a child. Because Snarf <laughs> is the only person who still treats Lionel like a child, even though he has the body of an adult Thundercat. Everyone else looks towards Lionel for leadership, for guidance, and all this other shit. And Snarf's like, did you take your vitamins? Like, (laughs) Snarf is like, don't get too scared, you know? But as a nanny, it does not matter what Snarf is or what he's doing. A nanny character is always fucking annoying. So, like, where Tigra mm-hmm. is annoying by accident, Snarf is annoying on purpose. So, like, I kind of yeah. give Snarf slack because, like, he's supposed to be, like, and as kids watching a show, Snarf is supposed to feel like you're annoying parents. He's supposed to feel like mm-hmm. your older brother who you don't like or whatever. So, like, he serves his function very clearly, but I fucking hate it. But I'm also like, <laughs> mm, you're kind of supposed to. I will forever just be like, what the fuck is that? Like... <laughs> Like, you just look at Snarf and go, what the fuck is that? Okay, I get that guy's a panther and he's black. I get that guy's a lion. I get that that lady's like a cheetah. What the fuck is that? What, what, what the fuck? Snarf is not a Thundarian, as far as we can tell. He's like a little furry monster. Mm -hmm. And he purrs. And his tail is very much there clearly for support because he uses it all the time. Like, he holds it. He sits on it. Yeah, he's more like a kangaroo and a cat had a baby. Yeah, it's very yeah. weird. And he says snarf, snarf. All the, all time, the time. But he can actually speak. So it feels like saying snarf is a choice because there's no mm. rhyme or reason to when he says it. It's not like he ends every sentence with snarf. He literally would be like, well, Lionel, I think you're going to be in trouble. A snarf, snarf. Or other types would be like, I don't like this. Oh, snarf, <laughs> snarf, snarf. Or he'll be startled and he'll say snarf. And I'm like, bruh, you okay? Like. <laughs> Yeah, he uh, he panics and whines mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. But, well, you know what? I was going to say he, like, goes and warns yeah. people. But then I was like, well, he's supposed to go and warn people mm-hmm. a lot. But he ends up getting caught, like, 95% he of the is. time. So he never successfully he's warns He's also anyone. incredibly incompetent. But he's supposed to be. 
it's true he's supposed to be. What's amazing, like you said, is that Tigra is supposed to be mm-hmm. a common character and somehow still is Yeah, not. like everything about Tigra is supposed to be awesome and you watch him in the show and you're like, hey, did you guys realize you made this guy fucking shit on everything? <laughs> Meanwhile, Snarf is like, oh no, I'm stupid. And you're like, yep, that tracks. And like when Wily Kid and Wily Cat cause something to go wrong, you're like, well, they're the teenager characters, so it's mm-hmm. inevitably like someone was like, hey, you shouldn't do that. Yeah, like they, they make it. total sense as characters. And very often, yeah. like, they will do something intriguing every now and again to make up for it. Like they'll be out on their hoverboards and be like, yo, we found a weird fruit. I think we could put it in the engines. And everyone is like, don't. And they do. And they're like, whoa, this fruit powers the engines. And they're like, see? We're not dumb all the time. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, like, I'm very That's confused true. by Snarf, but I'm also content with his presence because he also gives a really good place for Lionel to say his stupid fucking shit. Because Lionel <laughs> is the only person that talks like he's in a fucking fantasy book. Everybody else just talks, but Lionel's like, ah, over there, something intriguing. And Snarf is like, Lionel, I don't think we should go over there. And he's like, I must. There could be danger. Then you're like, you know what? Fucking Snarf is right. <laughs> it's true. The funny thing about Lionel is that he will say the lines whether Snarf is there Oh, yeah. Or not. It's just better when Snarf is there because at least somebody that responds. But he could be fully alone yeah. and be like, there, in the distance, I must continue to head this way. Who are you talking yeah. to, my guy? Like, <laughs> even, even just as an inner oh, monologue, it's like, why do you sound like that? Why? Like, <laughs> There's no explanation. You sound like a robot two-thirds of the time, my guy, and you're supposed to be, like, 12. <laughs> Maybe he's trying really hard to sound like a grown-up. Maybe, but the other grown-ups around him don't sound like it. No. And I will say, this is the ultimate failure of Thundercats, is they have tons of really interesting things that you can question, and they yeah. have no answers for you. Not a one. <laughs> So you kind of got to make them up, which I think is actually when I really think about it, it's another thing I love about Thundercats is that I can make up half of the story of Thundercats. Like I could tell you, Jess, right now that yes, there is an episode that reveals what Snarf is. Snarf is a rare cat from the mutant planet and they actually bring the Snarf style people over as refugees to Thundera because the mutants treat them as like third class citizens. (laughs) And that like you could watch the show and be like, wow. Okay, I could see that. Wow, okay. I just made that up. That's not a real thing. That's not anything. (laughs) That's nothing. I lied. (laughs) Oh, no, I'm sorry. I thought you knew I was lying. (laughs) No, it sounded exactly like what the show would do. (laughs) I'm so sorry. (laughs) Oh, that was good. Yeah, but so, like, as a person who does enjoy deep lore, I can make up the missing pieces, you know? Yes. Like, in my head, it's like, oh, well, where does Mumra get his power from? And I'm like, oh, all the dead souls of Egypt. You know? All the bad ones that were eaten by the hippo lady. Their evil intent went somewhere. I mean, they do just call them the ancient spirits of evil. Yeah, that's it. Boom. Like, you could just make up stuff about this show and keep watching it and be like, that fits. I also told someone once, if you have Thundercats playing but you don't watch it, you're just listening to it, it sounds like the most bizarre gay porno you've ever heard. Yes. <laughs> I I have that on the list, kind of. <laughs> Not exactly that, but yes. Yeah, so it's like, you, you know, there's so little lore, you can participate in the lore yourself. <laughs> yeah. And I just wanted to note on characters that uh, 
You can't forget that, like all 80s cartoons, this is specifically about selling toys. Mm-hmm. And I was most reminded of that at the beginning of season two when they introduced Pumaira, Linkso, and Bengali. Oh, yeah, they suck. Yeah, because when the show starts, we're like, this is the only ship that like gets away. Yep. And these are the only Sundarians yep, left. Yeah, they make that very clear. And then at the beginning of season two, they're like, JK, three other people also escaped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, whereas like fucking, I have to always give it to Transformers Beast Wars. The idea that they jettisoned a bunch yep. of proto people that they could use at any time. Perfect. It's the perfect mm-hmm. storytelling device for introducing new characters. Meanwhile, Thundercats over here fucking, they just nerfed themselves from day one by being like, yes. nope, no more. Nope, their whole world died. It's so dumb because they could have just been like, yeah, lots of ships got out and they went mm-hmm. in different directions. They could have done that. And then they could have showed up at any time. Yeah, and they did not do that. And then they also introduced new characters every single episode. Like, do you remember the space cop lady? Yes. Never heard from her again. Nope. She was fun, which is too bad that she doesn't Right? And then the other evil witch that Mumra summons. There's like six of those, and it's never the same lady. (laughs) It's a different lady every time. And you're just like, hello? Ah, oh, the Doom Gaze. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Doom Gaze is so good. I love that episode. <laughs> so amazing. I feel like we can talk about there is a shipping section, so I'll save her. Okay, for that. cool. <laughs> but yeah, they they do the work of introducing a ton of characters, That's and then they don't give any of them anything else. Like you could have just stuck with okay, there's yeah, no more Thundercats, but here's Space Cop. She's back in eighteen episodes. Right. Sometimes they will recur. Like, the villains will show up again. Mm-hmm. And, like, Snowman shows up again. Mm-hmm. But it's not like... There is nothing in the show that remotely resembles character development. No. Absolutely. Not for anybody. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> Lionel's character development is that he was a little boy, and now he's a grown-up. <laughs> yeah, and occasionally they'll be like, You've learned now, Lionel, to ask for help. And he's like, Yeah, I did. And that's it. <laughs> It's true. They try to stick in those... It's weird because it doesn't seem to be on every episode, but some episodes they have that thing at the end where they are talking straight to you Mm -hmm. and it's some lesson about, like, what kids should or shouldn't. Yeah, but they're just randomly in there. It's not... Like you said, it's not consistent. Once again, Mm -hmm. this show, it's almost like consistency is its enemy. Yeah. (laughs) Are there other characters you wanted to talk about? Um. I feel like, and I might have my timing wrong, I feel like the Robert Burl- Bills, Robert Bulls, are somehow related to the fuzzy little guys from Star Wars. Oh, the Ewoks. Ewoks, yeah. Like, if you look at them, it looks like someone looked at Ewoks and said, but what if robots? I don't know who came first, if it was Ewoks or the Robert Bills. Oh, yeah, you're right. Star Wars Episode Six came out in 1983. Mm-hmm. So the Ewoks were just before the Burbles. Okay. And for anyone who does not know, the Robear Burbles, which I I refuse to say it correctly except this one time so you know what I'm talking about, (laughs) are literally robot bears that have fuzzy tummies and fuzzy parts of their arms and legs, but the rest is robot. And if you think about them too hard, it's really frustrating They are also a race that seems to only have a few women, kind of like Smurfs. And at one Mm -hmm. point, to do an evil spell, they need the tears of the only woman robot bear. And you're like, wait, the robot is crying? You are torturing a robot bear? Hold on. (laughs) 
They're just <laughs> weird, and they are a rare reoccurring character in Thundercats because they have a village on Third Earth, and they are friendly with the Thundercats. And when they first find the Thundercats and Thundercats help them, one of them does their version of a roar, uh, which is a computer generated, and it haunts me. <laughs> I would also like to point out that one of the Burbles gets a name, and it's Robear Bill. Mm -hmm. Once again, they're not thinking about names at all. They're not trying. Not even a little bit. They're like, oh, this one needs a name. Nope. It'll be Robear yep. Bill. Yeah. And it's like, I have other characters in the back of my head, like the shapes of them. Like I said, mm -hmm. Space Cop. I don't know her name. I don't remember her deal. I just remember there were prisoners loose and she had a cool speeder bike that got caught in the mud somehow, which was like, hey, your floaty speeder bike got caught in the mud? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah, those are the only ones. <laughs> okay, so the next category is wacky. <laughs> My first question in wackiness is, can you name all of the Thunder items? Oh, absolutely the fuck not. <laughs> and why not? <laughs> no, I absolutely not. In terms of, like, everything that is named Thunder? Thunder. Oh my god, okay, so it's like Thundercats, Thundercat Tower, the Sword of Thundera, the Eye of... Well, I guess the Sword of Omens, because the Eye of Thundera is in the Sword of Omens, and they never name the fucking sheath, do they? Uh... Maybe in the first episode when they introduce it, but no. I don't, they certainly don't call it by its name. The Sword of Omens is always the Sword of Omens. Yeah, so th the Sword of Omens has a sheath that is incredibly useful. It is a cat's paw. It clips to literally anything that Lionel just puts it on, and it has extendable claws and can help him climb mountains. It's an incredibly useful tool, and I think it's the rare tool that does not have a name. Not that I can remember. Yeah, anyway. which, I mean, justice for the sheath. It's cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's Thundranium. There's Thundrillium. Oh, the Thunder Tank is what Panthro builds. Is there a boat? I think at some point. No. Mind. No, because the Thunder Tank can go in the, the water. The tank is a submersible, yeah, so it does both. I don't think what Wily Kit and Cat ride on they're are Thunder names. They're like wave boards. Yeah, they're hoverboards, so that's it. What else am I missing? There's a ton, isn't there? There's a ton, and I don't even know them all, but yeah, yeah my my first point here is just that this comes back to naming. <laughs> like, yeah. They're like, oh, <laughs> just slap the word thunder on the beginning of it. It's fine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, thundrillium is the fuel that they use, and thundranium <laughs> yep. is like kryptonite. And I'm like, why in yep. God's name would you mm -hmm. name those things so close? Well, because drain has drain in it. That's it. <laughs> the worst part I just discovered today is that thundrillium is spelled with a Y. <laughs> of course it's it is. Awful. Of course it is. It's so fucking <laughs> stupid. Oh, another thing. They don't name their clothes. Their clothes don't have names. It should be an, like an armor thing, but no. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, like everything is a thunder name in this absurd. <laughs> yeah. Also, canonically... The Thundercat Tower and the Thunder Tank are both created out of the wreckage of the Thundercat yes. escape ship. So basically, Panthro, Panthro yeah. is out here fucking <laughs> using the whole ship. <laughs> it's true. The cat's lair is all yep. Panthro. Yeah, there's more items. I know for sure there are other items I have not named, but those are like the biggies at least. And then the next thing I have on this list is like. It's this sort of bridges into the shipping and goes back mm -hmm. to the, uh... Okay, so we started with the fact that they were all naked at the beginning. Uh, yeah. It only gets weirder even when they put their clothes on. It somehow feels both 
unintentionally very sexual and not attractive mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. It's so weird. Because <laughs> you're clearly supposed to look at them at the very beginning as desexualized bodies. And they never, ever, ever tell you whether you are looking at skin or fur. They never canonically answer that question because it's clear that they have hair. Like, Chitara runs her fingers through her hair. hair Like, so does Tigra. Panto is supposed to be kind of bald. Like, he gives you sort of a bald guy vibe. But he's still a color and a cat. So they never actually tell you if the bodies that you are seeing pre-clothing are furred. Because they're Ken dolls. (laughs) It's true. They seem like they have fur. But mm-hmm. it's just definitely not as clear as you want it to be. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then like again, they have they all have the Kendall treatment where there are no identifying uh, sexual reproductive features, except <laughs> that Chitara does have an area that look like titties, like sculpted kind of human titty. There are no nipples no. on them. And they don't have heft or weight. And I say this mostly as a description, not to be weird. They just are there. She's getting the Barbie doll treatment. Yes, and Wiley <laughs> Kit has slightly more sculpted hips and feminized movements than Wiley Cat. So you can tell which twin is supposed to be femme and which twin is supposed to be mask, yeah. which is also very weird. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, it's very weird that when they put clothes on and, and like there's things where, like I said, Mamra turns into uh Pumra. He is like gently caressing Chitara a couple different times because she was like passed out and he's like trying to help her drink water and shit and he doesn't just like give her the water. He does that weird thing where he holds it to her lips and shit. Mm, yeah. You know? And you're like, what's happening what's here? Happening? This is weird. <laughs> this is weird. What the fuck? Like there's just moments like that throughout the show where they are drawn in such a way as to be like, hey, like <laughs> Well, like, the episode that I was watching the other night is, like, uh, Lionel's gone into Mumra's lair, mm-hmm. and then one of the booby traps is, like, a bunch of mummies, and all of their wrappings, like, get loose and turn into tentacles, and they wrap up Lionel, and then Lionel's, like, hair gets stuck under a door, and I'm like, it's really hard for me to not <laughs> do this in any sexual way. Yeah. <laughs> Like, you're pulling his hair, and he's bound, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yep. And I, th- I give the show the little bit of a benefit of the doubt, because it's still in the time of He-Man, yes. you know, where we're still figuring out what jives and what doesn't with animation, like, what is seen as vulgar and what isn't, so they just kind of fucking go for it sometimes. That's true. And especially rewatching it in this day and age, as we've advanced so far, both in animation techniques and storytelling techniques and everything that you're like, ah, hey. <laughs> and I have to remind myself, too, where I'm like, they didn't know what they were doing. They, like, it's not even like, ah, ha, ha, you put some subtext. Nope. They fully were just like, what's scary? Mummies. Getting your hair caught in a door. Do both. Dude, like- <laughs> yeah, yes, it's true. It's it's mostly like, I think this is just because it's bad. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's very bad. And the groaning, because that's the other thing. Is the, like Yes, that's, that was exactly what I was going to say. I was like, <laughs> Lionel makes his like distress noises are just like gasps and groans. <laughs> yeah, because like, I bet you in that scene where he's stuck and wrapped up, all you hear is, ugh, 
Oh, and they're really breathy. <laughs> really breathy. Yeah. Oh. Like, and often, like, Chitara's weird, shaky voice, like, if she she sees them, she's, oh, my. And you're like, whoa. whoa. What? <laughs> what are you seeing over there? Hello? Good. Yeah, like you said earlier, like, if you're not looking at it and you were just hearing it, you'd be like, what the fuck am I listening to? <laughs> it's truly the weirdest porn ever if you just listen to it. Because, again, like, to give the show the benefit of the doubt, they're still figuring out what you do here. So they're like, oh, he fell down. You got to make a sound. And it's, oh, and it's like, oh, he's getting his hair pulled. You're like, oh, and you're like, what? <laughs> what? Yeah. So today you're like, that's, hey, bro. Hey, bud. Hey, guys. Hey, um. Quick note, that's too many sounds. <laughs> like, it's too many sounds, and all you needed was, ah, that's it. <laughs> Not so much breath on that one. But they it? didn't know that. <laughs> no, they just went for it. They just fucking went for <laughs> it. And the result is so fucking bonkers. It really is. It's so stupid. Like, Thundercats is not a show you could just put on and do work to. No. You can't, because, like... First of all, whatever is happening is going to be absurd. There's no ins and outs about it. By the end of the episode, you will be bored with what's happening, though. Because Lionel is too, like, quote-unquote pure good, and it's really annoying. But in the middle of it, it's just going to be a jumble of sounds and language, and none of it makes any sense because it's stupid. You're just going to hear Lionel be like, Snowman, I will turn your cat! Listen to me, cat with the sword of omens. And then you hear, rah, 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 rah. and then the whoosh of the snow. And then Snowman's just suddenly like, no, my pet. And getting down, he's on the ground. He's like, oh. And you're just like, what? <laughs> What's happened? There's a cacophony of sound that is coming yeah. from this show. Why? <laughs> and the answer is, mm. <laughs> like the show Fine. itself is like, seems right, I guess. Oh, <laughs> we had to make 130 of these. What did you expect? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also, the recording sessions must have been insane. Well, can you imagine just standing in a booth making all the noises you'd have to make to be a Thundercat? I know. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And oh, I was gonna also say like, so they put on clothes. Oh yeah, sorry. Uh, they're like like leotards. Mm -hmm. It's like the least amount of clothes possible. Yeah. And they tend to be the same color as their skin yep. fur. So it's not really... And you can still see all of their, like, muscle definition and everything. It's like, Lionel, you spend a lot of time being like, is he hot? Question mark. <laughs> and then I you feel know. bad about it because he's a baby. <laughs> he's a baby and the cat and you're just like, I'm confused. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Thundercats uh, is full of confused boners. <laughs> full of them. <laughs> Especially uh, if you watch it as a kid. That's why I was like, I had to like truly look back on my memories before this episode. I was like, oh yeah, Chitara kind of was your like queer awakening, but you also didn't know about it because it was weird. It was really weird. Like the show is weird. <laughs> All the things she could do are weird. The way they present anything in this show is weird. It's so weird. And so yeah, so you have that on one side and on the other side you've got Mumra who is like this little old skeleton man and then he turns into <laughs> super hot man. This is the fucking beefcake out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he gets so thick. He, really he literally does. turns into like, like a leather daddy. <laughs> 
Very much. Very much. He's wearing like the kilt and a harness and everything. I think I yeah. saw, no, it was Skeletor. I saw someone dressed as Skeletor to Pride, which was great. But I'm also That's like, amazing. do a mumra. You don't even have to change the outfit. If you're just like a thick dude, you yes. could just do a mumra and it would be fine. <laughs> it would be amazing. Someone do that. Yeah. I think you're gonna need some blue paint but i mean okay. you don't even have to be blue you could just wear the harness and the skirt and the weird crown true you need some like mummy wrappings around yeah someone would get it and the someone would be me <laughs> it would be amazing i would be elated to see that yeah. so there's a lot of stuff like that where you're like i don't think that was their intention no but it's confusing <laughs> mm -hmm. i feel like it's part of the problem too of like so much of animation at this time would have been informed by early comic books you know, yeah. where, like, you drew hyper-defined things so you could see it, you know, just to be like, oh, yeah, look, he's not just a guy. He's fucking Superman, you know? Like, right. he's, he's beefy. And so they were like, oh, we'll put the beefy man on the, on a screen, and we'll make him move, and we'll make him make noise, and he'll just do stuff. And it's, you've <laughs> added those new components, and you're like, uh-oh, why is the beefy man suddenly very weird? <laughs> right? Should, should he be hot? So you end is up with scenes... <laughs> I'm confused. You end up with scenes where, like, Mumra the Ever-Living is super hot and he's, like, saying bad dialogue about how he's <laughs> totally dominating Lion-O mm -hmm. and Lion-O's like, ugh! Yeah, just groaning <laughs> under like, him. This is bad. This is not good. <laughs> he's, like, literally, like, Mumra will have, like, kicked him and is standing over him as Lion-O is groaning and you're like, wait. <laughs> oh, right? Yeah. So, uh... Do you have any other thoughts on wackiness in this show? Um, you would think that the most wackiness comes from Wiley Kit and Wiley Cat because they are the teenagers slash kind of little kids of the show. And you would be wrong. The show itself is just like, we got wackiness coming out of literally every orifice you could think of. <laughs> like the amount of stuff that just happens in this show. Like... I remember some episodes started where it was like this guy who had a bag of money is just riding a donkey through the forest and you're like, what? Yeah. And so then the mutants just, they just jump him. And <laughs> they're like, what? And then he just goes to someone else for help who calls the Thundercats. And you're like, how, how did, why did we start the episode? What? Like, it's just stupid. Like It's weird. It's like they almost were going for a Robin Hood thing mm -hmm. and then they forgot. Yeah. That's what they were doing. They just gave it up in the middle. It's so ridiculous. Like, ugh. Yeah. So you think the cat, the kit cats would be the most wackiness and it's not <laughs> them. Also, like, Tigra's stupidity leads to a lot of wackiness in the show. That's true. Yeah. So, yeah. It's just wacky. All it's stupid. I know I keep saying that, but it's like, if you watch Thundercats at any point in your life and you forgot about it and you go back and watch it, it's stupid. It's stupid and I love it. You did keep saying, like, they will always reliably make the dumbest choice. Mm -hmm. And was I wrong? You are not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I like it. <laughs> but there are also, like, bits that I kept texting to you mm -hmm. that were Particularly. funny. They were particularly stupid, and then there were funny lines. Like, at some point, Mumra tries, there's pirates, mm -hmm. and Mumra tries to pay the pirates in his goodwill, and the pirates are like, we prefer gold. Yeah. <laughs> and Mumra is like, okay, fine, you can have gold. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, what? I'm like, okay, <laughs> is that how we do business here? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that was, uh, so what he had done is he sent Mamut to find the ship. Mm -hmm. And then 
Mama like projects a hologram of Mumra onto the ship, and that is how he talks to the pirates. Makes sense because he can't leave his temple for too long. He doesn't like to leave his temple, you know. It's Makes like, him so extra tired. sleepy. <laughs> it's true. I do love that Mumra is mostly just like really grumpy that they woke him yep. up. Yeah, pretty like, much. He wants the sword, but really he's just mad that they're here bothering yeah, him. Yeah, the vibe from Mumra to me is like, I already fucked this planet. Like, I yes. already took everything over. I already did everything I needed to do. I was just settling down for my million year sleep. Who the fuck are these hoes? Like, <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> I'm going to wreck their fucking shop. <laughs> yes. And that's it. pretty much what he does when he gets in their place and stuff. He just, like, kicks something. Yeah. And them over. <laughs> Like, is that your grand evil plan? Yeah, I mean, he would love to have, like you said, the sword would be fine. He could use it for tons more evil shit. But he's like, I have infinite evil power. I just want to adapt. Why are, why are you bothering me? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so our final category is shipping. So because I saw this show pre, like, well, I should also say I was never really that horny of a teenager. Like, I just mm-hmm. wasn't. Um, and I saw this, like, I want to say somewhere in the realm of, like, 10 to 14, you know, was when it was really hitting for me, being like, oh, shit, Thundercats. It's hard to say, like, who in the cast I would ship anyone with, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, again, the whole Chitara being saved by, uh, oh, I've forgotten his name already. Pumra, thank you. I, I am literally in my head just like Mumraba Cat, like... <laughs> which is his name but like Chitara being saved by Pumra I was like ooh there's some kind of like illicit dalliance happening here Mm -hmm. because she was really excited to have someone else there which honestly I get it like they all low key suck it's true (laughs) I don't want to ship Lionel with anybody because he's a fucking baby and it's very clear where anyone to even remotely try to come on to him he would be like do you want to steal my sword and it's like no (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just no. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, there's so few of anything. Of course, like, I ship Mumra with evil, which is great. Uh, because that's canon. <laughs> that's true, yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like a case could be made for Tigra and Panthro. Just because Panthro is saving Tigra so much. <laughs> Good. You know, nice. like there's a case for that, but I don't think anybody's looking for that, you know? Oh, no. Yeah. It would make me like Tiger better. Truly. If it was like, oh, you were just this stupid so your boyfriend would come save you? All oh, right. Yeah. I would appreciate that. But <laughs> that's very bratty bottom behavior of you, but okay. <laughs> like... I think if anything else about him had the bratty bottom vibe, mm-hmm. I would be down for that, but he just doesn't. Yeah. And like you said, Everyone is, like, strangely sexualized slash desexualized in the show. <laughs> it's very Yeah, weird. it's weird. Like... <laughs> yes. There was Chitara and the episode with the Doom Gaze. Oh, yeah, we should talk about that because that was great. It is a single episode, so it's not really... No, but it could have been. So, Mumra summons an evil lady who is trapped in a different dimension. She has been trapped there because she is too evil. And Mumra's like, hey, come out here, help me do some evil. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. she's like, cool, free me from my fucking prison dimension. And he's like, rad, I will help you. And they come pretty fucking close. 
And she is almost out of her evil doom dimension when the Thundercats are like, no, we're going to stop you. And she has something called the Doom Gaze, which, of course, Mumra announces as she's doing, which is great. (laughs) Like, she turns to them and is like, I think not. And, like, red beams come out of her eyes. And Mumra is like, ah, the Doom Gaze. Like, it's two friends gassing each other up. It's great. That's true. But it totally ruins Lino and Tigra and I think Panthro too, right? Yeah, it affects all male characters. Yes. And then she turns it, Evil Lady turns it on Chitara. And Chitara laughs and says, you are a woman. You hold no mystery to me. And fucking just wrecks the whole shop. And I'm like, what a thing to say. Like, if Chitara was a lesbian, wow. What a power move that would be, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> I honestly, I I kind of want her to be, mm-hmm. and there's nothing to dissuade me from the idea that Chitara is a lesbian. No, again, it's Thundercats. You can make up the lore. <laughs> you can correct me if I'm wrong, but as far as I know, there's never a romantic pairing with no, her. No, never. Even though she's the only female character, mm-hmm. so like in the '90s, they definitely would have hooked her up with somebody. Mm-hmm. Nope. Nope. It's the '80s, so everyone's gay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just by accident. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, no one is is ever romantically linked to her, and she isn't. They don't have any storylines about her like longingly gazing at anybody either, you know. So yeah. she could one thousand percent just be a lesbian. It's true. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna headcanon it that she goes and she hangs out with those uh, forest maiden. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have unicorns, so that tracks. Oh yeah, that's perfect. Which is she also just again an absurd thing about Thundercats. There are people in the woods who take care of unicorns, and they are protected by a tribe of warrior women. And is this the this is the one where I was like, at least they're real unicorns. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. They have the tails and little tufts on the end and the cloven mm-hmm. hooves. They do. Yep. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Everything about that episode was terrible, but honestly, <laughs> they're real. You know, somehow, mm-hmm. despite everything else going on in the show, <laughs> they have real unicorns. Yeah, and also, to be fair, Chitara hangs out with that one warrior woman because those two come back a couple different times they in do, different yeah. episodes. And Chitara's always like, yeah, I'll help you, you know? So that's enough. <laughs> Head cannon. She's gay now. Love She's it. Hanging out with the forest yep. maidens. <laughs> yeah, but it was just—it was just such a good line. I think we texted each other back and forth about that line because she doesn't. She does not say it like in a mean way. She doesn't say "you hold no mystery." No, she literally laughs, open her eyes slowly, and goes, "You are a woman. You hold no mystery for me." And you're just like, "Whoa, <laughs> whoa." <laughs> You put that one in the email episode mm-hmm. guide. You were like, watch this one. Also, best accidental gay line. Yep. <laughs> so, that was Because it is. Yeah. I feel like uh, my brain is so confused that it's like it wants to pair people, but then mm-hmm. it's like, I just can't. <laughs> yeah, it's, the show is so, so busy being stupid that it doesn't give you any room to pair anybody. Because, like, again, like, you could... You could totally say, like, pair Lionel with a bunch of other people, and then your brain remembers he's a fucking baby. He's, yeah. <laughs> Literally a child in a fucking gay man's body. Because everybody weird. is kind of gay. By accident. Yeah, you know? I think, again, because of the, like, accidental sexiness, mm-hmm. but the... 
real lack of chemistry between yep. anyone. Like, he's always just putting his hands on his hips and just sort yeah. of, like, a snarf. And you're like, what? Hello? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's very strange like that. I mean, like, and I think if if Lionel were not actually a child, mm-hmm. you could probably spin a Mumra Lionel thing, but mm-hmm. it's not as good as Skeletor He-Man. No, because Skeletor He-Man is excellent. It's you perfect. know, like those are two well matched <laughs> adversaries. Like yeah. Lionel Mumra, even if Lionel wasn't a baby, is an annoying dude who came to knock on your door to get his yeah. fix, and Mumra obliged him because he can be mean to him. <laughs> yes. Like that would be the vibe. <laughs> it's rough. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's no real like romantic chemistry, but I feel like Chitara and Panthro are like the parents. Absolutely. Here. Absolutely yeah. they are. It's like, okay, thanks mom and dad for keeping everything running. <laughs> yeah, I'd also <laughs> even say that it's like a little bit flipped. Because, like, Panther's always in the house making shit. Yeah. Like, not sandwiches, but he's making shit. You know, like, he's holding it together, making sure things are clean and ready to go. It's true. You come home and he's, like, built a new boat for you. Yeah, whereas Chitara's kind of like the fun dad that's like, let's go into the jungle. You'll probably fall into a hole and lose your sword, but I'll come save you because I run fast. Like. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. I think Chitara also teaches a couple different folks, like, little bits about magic and fighting throughout the series. It's true. There's some, like, She-Ra-esque mm-hmm. subplots that they're, like, helping the people of Third Earth defend themselves against evil. Yeah, but it's evil they bought, because it's always the mutants are going around fucking with stuff. It's true. The, the mutants are only there because of the Yeah, so they, there. like, they teach the Robarbers and, like, the Unicorn Protector Glade and the Warrior Women and, like, a bunch of other people. Like, they, they make weird little treaties with folks around Third Earth, yeah. but it's, those people are only being harassed because the mutants <laughs> follow the Thundercats to the planet. It's true. Um, and there's not really, it's not as well developed of a storyline as Mm-mm. it is in She-Ra. No. Because I'll even say, She-Ra has more storyline than Thundercats does. Thundercat is, is so episodic. It's ridiculously yes. so. Like, they barely remember their own lore. <laughs> and they never hesitate to just make up something mm-hmm. else. Yep. They're like, uh, it doesn't matter what we said before, this is what's happening now. <laughs> yep. Oh, okay. That's how it works. <laughs> Didn't know the Sword of Omens could do that. <laughs> <laughs> you know who did? Ghost Jaga. <laughs> Ghost Jaga. He just, you know, he just appears to tell you stuff. He didn't bother to tell you nope. that. <laughs> you know, why would he be helpful? <laughs> well, except for that one time he fought that other ghost guy. He was helpful then, but, you True, know. True, that was kind they of They had to, like, fault. cheer him on. <laughs> yeah. He, like, had some during life mm-hmm. unfinished business with this other yep. guy. Who came to haunt them and fuck up all their shit. And so then they had to have a ghost fight. Jaga the ghost had to fight yeah. him. It's, again, stupid. <laughs> it's stupid. Like, Oh, you're being haunted by the ghosts of your mentor's ancient enemy. Well, let me just call up my mentor to fight him. <laughs> like, the stupidest choice possible. <laughs> I mean, it, it worked. <laughs> Did it? <laughs> Not really, because they still had, like, Lionel still had to get involved. Uh-huh. Yeah, because he's got the sword, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's just, it's dumb all the way down. It doesn't matter what you look at. It's just dumb. And I... Fucking love it. <laughs> That's good. 
the final question that I have for you is if you suddenly inherited the franchise, what would you do? It's hard because kind of like we mentioned, every reboot has sucked because it tries to make the Thundercats serious. I think the only thing that I would do is I would find up and coming writers and ask them to write short stories about the Thundercats. So they would release as either like graphic novels or just very short books. And I would just be like, listen, the stupider and the gayer, the better. Like, I I don't care what you do here as long as it is stupid. If you hand me a manuscript that is about the seriousness of anybody's backstory, no, it's not allowed. If you hand me a story about Lionel discovering the trauma of his life, no, absolutely not. If you hand me a manuscript where Wily Kit and Wily Cat meet two other twins and they grow up in a weird brain world and they get married and then they come back and go, wow, adulthood is hard. Yes. Green light. 100%. (laughs) All the way. If you send me a manuscript where Chitara runs so fast that there's two of her and she thinks about kissing herself. Yes. Green lit (laughs) immediately. No hesitation. Yes. If you hand me a manuscript about how much Mumra hates playing chess with the other mutants. Yes. That's amazing. A hundred percent. It's allowed. Yes. Let's fucking go. If you hand me a manuscript with an entirely new villain that Mumra has to fight on the side. Yep. Mm-hmm. We're going. <laughs> Absolutely. The challenger. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the only thing I would do with it. I didn't want to remake it. I don't want to start from the beginning. Nothing. Just like, just throw some snippets in there, you know? That'd be great. that's fair. Mm -hmm. Uh, I guess we can recap what's been done. Yeah, go with that. All right. So, of course, there are several Mm -hmm. comics. There always are. (laughs) A film adaptation was announced in 2007, but was put on hold and has never actually been made. Yeah, because how do you do that, guys? They were going to do CGI, and I was like, oh, no, please don't. <laughs> even even if you were going to do that, you have to you have to answer the question. Is it fur or is it skin? Even just starting from there. Like, anything other than animation has to answer All that question. All I can think of is the idea <laughs> of a CGI Thundercats movie is the uh, Sonic the Hedgehog Yes, movie. it would be that, but, like, before they tried to fix it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a, a horror waiting to Yep. <laughs> Um, so, also, technically, uh, we didn't mention this before, but, like, the first five episodes of season two are a movie called yeah. Thundercats Home, yeah. but it's really just a five-part episode. It's not good. It's not good. Like, I haven't even actually <laughs> finished it. It's no. so, it's so bananas that it made me go, the first season was being reasonable. Yeah, you <laughs> sent that text to me, and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is just... Yeah, honestly, it's on Hulu, so you can just watch the first season. Like, you don't have to watch the rest of it. And honestly, I would say you shouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. Um, Then there was the 2011 series, uh, Mm -hmm. produced by Warner Brothers and aired on Cartoon Network, but they only had one season. That one, in particular, tried to be dark and... People complained that the plot was too complicated for a show that was aimed at, like, 6 to 12. Yeah, they tried to go the other way with it to make everything make sense. And in order to make a lot of this stuff make sense, you have to be really terrible about it. And so it was bad. And then in 2020, on Cartoon Network, they aired Thundercats Roar. Mm -hmm. But that also only had one season. Yeah, I think in that one, they kept Lionel a baby for a long time. Oh, interesting. Like, I think. I could be misremembering, so I have to check. 
But I feel like I tried to watch that one too. And for quite some time, they were like, it's weird that he just gets to be an adult. Let's make him a baby for a little while. <laughs> and I was like, ew, no. Because <laughs> you can't watch a baby if you know it's very suddenly going to be an adult. Then you're like, why are you torturing that baby? Stop That's it. Extra weird, mm-hmm. yeah. No. <laughs> and of course, we have to do the, the video game scale. Mm-hmm. There are two Thundercats video yeah. games. Yeah, decently successful property. Because again, like, any kid is like, I want to be a cat person. Like, yes. that's any kid, man. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I do think that that is how it has succeeded, despite being completely absurd, is yeah. that people are like, I do actually want to be a cat person. <laughs> yes, exactly. And I, I feel like, too, the plus to the original is just mainly that it didn't try to not be stupid. Like, it just yeah. barreled all the way through it. Whereas, like... Anything that tries to stick to the original and not be stupid is doomed to fail. If you want to start from the very beginning, like, Mm -hmm. I should say, if I did get the property and I wanted to do something serious, I would go all the way back to Thundera. Like, show me the founding of Thundera and the Thundercat. Show me how they build the Sword of Omens. Like, Mm -hmm. that could be a fun movie arc and you could still be kind of wacky and silly without you know, crash landing on a planet or anything. And it could be, it could be any tone you wanted. But if you try to mess with this particular set of characters in time, it's never going to be what anybody wants, ever. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and I do think, like, He-Man, if you want to remake Thundercats, you got to go, like, way over the top. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what's good about it. Yeah. It's just bonkers, and you gotta Mm -hmm. lean into that, or else it's gonna be Yeah, absolutely. And so far, I feel like the only real successful remake of cartoons of that time is the Princess of Power, She-Ra, that was Mm -hmm. done for Netflix. And I think, like, that one was strong because it understood sort of the original story they were trying to tell and made it good. (laughs) Yeah, and it it didn't shy away from the ideas, like, this is magic. Like, it is magical, it is ridiculous, it's all over the place. You know, and it still was silly. Like, Mm -hmm. it wasn't stupid, but it has some really good moments of levity among these moments of, like, seriousness and strength. And it's still for girls. Like, they didn't try to be like, oh, we gotta really mask it up over here (laughs) to make anybody. No, they're like, it's still very femme. And it's gay. Like, because she was fucking gay by accident. This one, they made it gay on purpose, which worked better. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Yes. Um, so I think you could make a Thundercats that worked, mm-hmm. but it would have to be pretty silly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you'd have to be really intentional about it. You couldn't just say, oh, let's make these characters as cool as I remember them. Because that's the thing. It's like anybody who saw Thundercats saw it as a child. Mm-hmm. And like as an adult, I'm like, Chitara is not cool. Chitara is not hot. She's weird. She's Everything weird. It's yeah. it's strange, but as a child, I was like, cool. I like fast. <laughs> also, I think she's pretty. Yeah, I like I like her gauntlets. Let's go. You know? <laughs> like, I can't recapture what kid me saw in Chitara, because it's not there. <laughs> it's not there at all. It's, not it's there. just kid me for the first time being exposed to this. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, would you like to rate? I will give Thundercats three roars out of three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, three roars out of three. Yes, because it's stupid. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. That's... It's also okay if you hate it. <laughs> like, I feel like this is something we should actually talk about. Jess, oh, okay. if it yeah. weren't for me, how would you feel about this show? 
Um, I, again, was actually kind of, I didn't hate it as much as I did when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So, it's like two thunders out of all of the thunders in the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually really low and I love it. <laughs> but I feel like this is, this is the point. Like, you know, like... It is so the opposite of, like, a Transformers Beast Wars that yeah. if you were like, oh, my God, I love it, I would be like, why are you lying to me? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't love it. Uh, I have a hard time. I would watch, like, two episodes, and I'd be like, I literally cannot watch another episode. <laughs> like, my brain just slides off of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I'll, I, I'd be watching an episode, and the next thing I know, it's it's playing, but I'm looking at my phone. Yeah, it's <laughs> stupid. It's so, like, even I can't watch more than, like, four episodes at a time, because by the end of a single episode, you're like, ugh, okay. Somehow, I think it's just because... The episodes are pretty formulaic, um, mm-hmm. in the same way that, like, Captain Planet episodes are formulaic, yes. where, like, the problem is introduced, Lionel attempts to fight the problem and fails, mm-hmm. Lionel calls the Thundercats, uh, everyone works together to end the problem. Yeah, also, let's be real, we didn't talk about this in characters, and we mm-hmm. probably should have, but it doesn't bear a lot of time. Lionel's a big old weenie. Like, he's just, oh. he's a boring baby. He's he's always just, like, the worst version of, like, a Boy Scout because it's a Boy Scout yes. who thinks he's stronger than he is. Yes. I think yeah. that's what makes him such, like, I want him to be yeah. around him. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, it's just not working out. No. <laughs> it wouldn't even work out for him because he would want to talk about anal safety before you did anything. Oh. And you're like, bruh, are you kidding me right now? And he'd be like, no. Anal lesions are terrible. And he'd be like, whoa, no one's fucking anybody now. Never. No. Mm-mm. Nope. And he's like, why? Do you not care about your safety? I do. I'm going to find someone who cares about safety. Oh and then God. he thinks he's done a good job when, in fact, he ruined everyone's time. Yeah. Yeah. That's accurate. Yeah. So that's how that is. Yeah. Slido sucks. <laughs> you want him to be more than he is, but yeah. he's not. He does not suck as bad as Tigra. Because no, Tigra is true. supposed to be better, but Lionel is kind of just a boring baby. So, yeah. yeah. It's true. He's, he's too good for this world, yeah. really. Also, I should point out to anyone listening, all two of you, uh, I'm not singling Jess out. Uh, the person who I am married to does not enjoy Thundercats. <laughs> I have the Thundercats DVD box set, and I would put it on sometimes at college, and Aww. all of my roommates were like, Why? <laughs> Uh, what is this? Why is this on TV right now? Could we maybe stop it? And I'm like, only if you watch an episode with me. And by the end, they'd be like, that was stupid. And I'm like, isn't it great? And they're like, no, no, there's so many. We could have been watching Avatar The Last Airbender. And I'm like, you're correct. But we watched Thundercats instead. Look, to fully appreciate Avatar The Last Airbender, you have to realize where it came from in cartoons. Yep, and it's fucking Thundercats. <laughs> you wouldn't have all the good cartoons without yeah. the 80s. So, like, I'm very aware that this is a weird pull for people for me to be like, this is a cartoon that I loved. And I'm also very aware it's not so good. Funny. It's not good. <laughs> it's, in fact, very bad. And as someone who has been involved in storytelling from a very young age, I should say, my mom is a children's librarian and she would test books on us and I quite literally came out of the womb reading. She read to me in utero. So like, I have always been a reader. I have always loved watching animation and watching stories unfold and things like that. I think there's something in Thundercats that the stupidity of it is like a bomb to an overclocked brain, you know? (laughs) 
that's fair. I really think that's what it is. Is it's just it's a bunch of things I like thrown on the wall at like spaghetti, <laughs> and I'm just like, mm, a meal. Thank you. <laughs> it's like cantini. Yeah, exactly. That's great. So yeah, I think that's totally fair. And yeah. I, obviously, you're not alone. There's other people in the world who like that. Oh, I'm sure. But I, I just want to make sure everyone listening. I'm not. I'm not saying that it's a good show. <laughs> It's good for me. I'm delighted by it. It's a bad show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. All right. (laughs) All right. Thank you all for joining us for Thundercats. Yeah. I think our next show will also be something that is important to both of us, but we'll see. So, no spoilies. Bye. Bye. This show is produced by us, Kelly and Jess. The music we use is sung by me and can only be found here. You can find us on Twitter at pod SMRW. That's all one word. If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate it on iTunes and leave a review. Thanks for listening.